What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, welcome back everybody. This is Brown Sound Season 5, Episode 3. Estoy aquí con Javi. <laughs> yeah, Brown Sound. What is up everybody? I am excited for today's episode, Chicax. We, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about some things. Are we going to get into some things? <laughs> some things, yeah. But before yeah, we Chikex. we do that, Cheekex, how was uh, how was your weekend? Because you shared you were going to the whiskey festival, and oh yes, um, how did that? Uh... <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you know, no, uh, I had an awesome weekend over in Pendleton, Oregon, uh, whiskey fest. I got to watch Flo Rida and Kane Brown perform. I didn't really know too much of Kane Brown's music, but after the concert, I'm definitely a fan. You know, he's got yeah. Some good little Good little country cuts there, but it was a good weekend, you know. I um you know, I still feel like I'm low key kinda recovering from Saturday night. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're not a not a spring chicken anymore. So um oh, you know I know I, that. <laughs> we you know. Uh, no <laughs> No, but it was it was good. It was so it was a lot of fun, you know, it was just a good old time and I don't know, I just always have a really fun time in Pendleton. It's like always party sometimes. You know, it's like, yeah. It's just a lot of good times over there, and yeah. Was, I have a question good. for you. What's what's the crowd like? I mean, I can imagine, but what's uh, <laughs> what's the crowd like at an event like that? Like I've never um, been. So. so usually it's a mix. Like there's a lot of natives, there's a lot of Latinos, there's a lot of cowboys, cowgirls, like country folk. Um, okay. Yeehaw people, you know. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's, I mean, for me, I think just because I have friends over there. So it's like, I just, I'm always just surrounded by the natives with that. Or the Latinos. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I avoid the country folks just because I'm sure there's probably some, you know, there might be a little disagreements on things so i just you know i just stick with the native out of state yeah yeah no that makes sense i i I saw your videos and it looked like a blast i i especially like like the big concert kind of things where you could just like have a good little bevy enjoy the music and just oh yeah i definitely enjoyed a bevy you know (laughs) i had quite a few um no it was and also too it was like kind of spendy you know i spent a lot of money that i probably shouldn't have but you know what it was for it was for the memories from what i remember anyways it was, good, <laughs> yeah. you know? it was a lot of fun <laughs> how did uh how did your sisters do because you said they were going on your knees yeah they they had a good time too i think okay. for the most part they were um i don't think they were on my level well maybe loretta oh. wasn't loretta was loretta was chill betsy might have been on my well she could have been a little almost to my level you know she was yeah yeah she was definitely you know indulging in some drinks <laughs> so she, yeah it was it was good though it was a fun time and i got to like after the concert I got to catch up with some of my cousins who were there also so oh they were all in different seating so we were in like the reserve uh <laughs> seats in the front oh okay and so they were in the other you know, general mission. <laughs> yeah. And so we didn't get to sit with each we sit with each other, but after the concert we all met up and it was <laughs> Uh, after we moved our way out of VIP, yeah. they, they, we got to get to <laughs> No, honestly, you pay for you get what you pay for, right? So with us, we had these premium oh. tickets or whatever. So we had oh. our own we had our own seats, like chairs. Yeah. We had a private bar that was only for the reserved seats people. Oh, so like, okay. we didn't have to wait in line for drinks. We had our oh. own private bathrooms. There was like a trailer with these really nice bathrooms with AC in them. So oh, wow. we paid okay. for a good. You know, we wanted to have a good time and still, you know, enjoy. And we were, yeah. you know. It it was good. It was fun. It was. Oh, uh, didn't see you in VIP, but uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. what is, so, ran into my fan after, and it was all good. You know. <laughs> 
That's so funny. Uh, this weekend, well, I'm glad you had fun, and it's always good to yeah. like. I I like when I get to go do stuff with my siblings because I don't do it a lot. Like we'll take annual like trips together, but mm-hmm. I I like a good like outing with my siblings. You know, it's always like a good time yeah. where you just crack up and laugh. Um, yeah. this weekend I. What did I do? Oh, I got to cut the river, right? I floated the river. That was one of the things I did. But I met up with our good friends Juan Larie and Juan Larie. And baby Guillermo. <laughs> Juan Larry. You know, Juan Guillermo. and Hillary Guillermo. Juan and Hillary are my good friends. Uh, you know, that I have known for years. Juan was my roommate in college. And um, mm-hmm. actually, fun fact about these two. Uh, with Hillary, <laughs> I met Hillary when she started dating Juan. And I didn't know this when we were roommates. But, uh, you know, she'd be over and I didn't, I wouldn't realize it. So she'd be like oh. hanging out in the living room or whatever. And I'd go in so the shower. And, <laughs> and I thought. <laughs> so I'd be in the shower and I'd put on my music and I'd like sing along to the killers. So like you know, it's my favorite band in the and shower? I, I'd walk in the sh- well who doesn't sing in the shower but you know like when well, i walked out <laughs> well when i walked out she'd she'd be like oh nice singing and i'd be all embarrassed because i'm like who are you who is the strange woman <laughs> who let you in yeah <laughs> Oh, funny. And, and, uh, well, I was like, was it like that? Because I know Hillary <laughs> listens to all the episodes. She's going to get a crack out of this. But um, no, so I've known them for years. And that's like my introduction to Hillary. <laughs> it's really funny because, um, you know, when you're in college, like you're still like, you know, just kind of learning to, to adult. And so I would like cook mm-hmm. food. And then she'd always be like, well, put your foot away in the fridge because you left it out. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, like I she, she'd do like good things like that. Like I wouldn't think about. Um, and one of my favorite things about Hillary and why we probably became good friends is uh she's very competitive at like games oh, so yeah, like you know definitely. like the monopoly card games like she i'm good she's i'm not gonna say she's better because she's she'll glow but she gives you a run for your money yeah she definitely will um and one of the fond memories i have about hillary so i'm gonna tell on her a little bit and she gives me a lot of crap uh for this but um chicks have you ever tried like eggplant like the actual like vegetable have you mm, ever no. tried eating it is that that's not a thing not in our family (laughs) well hillary uh likes eggplant um and she does (laughs) well she didn't marry juan and have guillermo but (laughs) no (laughs) she 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 cooked us a eggplant parmesan uh with like marinara sauce you know like like and it was it was actually really good yeah like chicken parmesan but with eggplant yeah and she Mm. cooked that one of the times um she made us dinner and she made it and i ate it and you know i was good um i happened to be a little full at the time when i ate it so i didn't get to eat it all but um but like she was like like she was like watching me like a hawk while i ate every bite and i'm like and i'm like uh it's good you know what i mean and then Uh unfortunately i accidentally left it out so i couldn't eat it later the the part that i hadn't eaten so, so like you know yeah no um, i didn't leave it out i forgot conveniently so left it out i didn't forgot. i wasn't able to eat it but it's one of my favorite dishes that she's she makes and i hope one day she'll make it again you know it'll maybe <laughs> when you come down so you can eat try it and eat it I, too. you know i do love a chicken parm but an eggplant parm i don't know what does it even take what does eggplant taste like is it like potatoy starchy or is it uh, soft it's, or? it's got a unique texture i um, i've never had it again since hmm. then um, oh, but I wasn't. I, <laughs> so I wasn't that good. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, um, uh-huh. anyways, all these all these years we've been good friends. And a uh, fun fact, I um, officiated their wedding, so I, yeah. I I became a padrecito and I got <laughs> ordained. And uh, I I officiated their wedding in English and Spanish, so I have that mm. under my belt. And uh, you know, Chicax, I got tears in both languages. So wow. I, I, you cried, I was, you cried in Spanish like that. Man. I 
was <laughs> I choked up. <laughs> no, it was it was it was a really beautiful ceremony. They had a lot of like family yeah, members awesome. come in and play in, and it was it was a good time. I'm I'm very proud of that moment. And yeah. fun fact, I other fun fact, uh, I've been <laughs> got a lot of fun facts today about Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun about fact. Else also, <laughs> Hillary speaks Spanish too, so that's cool. You know. Hillary oh, that's right. Spanish she speaker. did. She did surprise us. Yeah. She, she is did. Colombian by osmosis or something. You know. <laughs> She's something, you know, but she speaks Spanish, so she's... She does, and she makes good tacos, so that's the other... Um, I was going to say, Chica, uh, did you make a face? (laughs) I just was... uh, I just never heard that before, but yeah. Uh, Yeah, you got to try them. They're really good. And so, like, so the the other thing... The other fun fact I was saying was that uh, I was asked to officiate another wedding here in uh, next May. So I'll oh, be wow. dusting off my Padrecito shoes and I'll be <laughs> and what doing another like? wedding to officiate. Are there Javi's in the house? Papi <laughs> <Yeah>. Javi. <laughs> That's so funny. That's cool, though. Yeah. You know, I would think if I were to ever get married, I would want like a religious person, maybe, or a spiritual person to conduct the ceremony. Oh, but I'm, yeah, you know, I mean, like, I've got good vibes and good energy, and I. The one thing I will say is that I have a hundred percent marriage rate. So if I marry somebody, you're guaranteed to stay together. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like Juan and Hillary are going strong. Like they bought a mm. house. They're planning they to retire together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to lock down your marriage, come to <laughs> come to <Padrecito. laughs> yeah. You just plug in your uh, your your business now. Your side hustle. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I didn't take any weddings. Pay- I didn't. I didn't take any payment. Like, no, I. You know, I'm oh, not gonna tell you what wrong, Chief Hicks. If I, <laughs> no, you, <laughs> you don't work for a, free. Get an <laughs> LLC. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Um. I, I'm obviously kidding. And Hillary, we love you. We love your cooking. Um. Just got to throw that out. <laughs> She's gonna text me. <laughs> I've never. I've never had her cooking, so I, I can't say what I love. But I'm excited yeah. to try next time I'm down the area. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Chief Hicks, I did something. Uh, pretty oh, yeah, like outside of my comfort cool, zone. Yeah, cool event. Yes, I had a cool thing. Yeah, so I I have to be very honest with my listeners. With the listeners, and Daniel, you can attest to this. For as much as we, you know, we have, we're funny and we banter and we, you know, we have mm-hmm. a good reputation with people, obviously, and our friends and yeah. that kind of stuff. But I, like probably many of you, get so- social anxiety. So mm-hmm. meeting new people is just probably not it for me. I stick to the people I know. Mm-hmm. And then settings where there's like more people that I don't know, I generally still stick to the people I know. And that's not because I'm like, it could come off. I, I could see how it could come off as like stuck up or like not approachable. Mm-hmm. But I'm honestly just like terrified of the the social situation. You know what I mean? Like yeah, not yeah. terrified, I guess that's not the word, but I'm just, just not. uncomfortable maybe a little bit. Yeah, better. like the energy is yeah, not there for yeah, me. And yeah. so I, I don't, my energy is spent whenever I meet new people. And so I, I try to not do that, right? And try to say, my energy here preserve my energy and so um i i've been paying attention to this organization and i think daniel you've seen it too we've talked about it mm-hmm. before this yep. the idaho the uh, idaho young latino professional network is a newer organization that's been around for about a year i believe and there's a lot of cool folks that are a part mm-hmm. of it that are trying to essentially build a network of community for our you know young latino professionals mm-hmm. and part of the the focus is how can we empower our younger Latinos that are stepping into like the workforce right. um, and embarking on their careers to have a like support system and platform to say, here are some of the things that you need to be aware mm-hmm. of, whether it be from like interviewing or like interview um, sorry, resume building or right. like, uh, I don't know, ex- experiencing something new. Like the event I went to was golf and wine oh, and oh. we were able to get lessons on the essentials of like golfing. Wow. And those are things that uh, are predominantly part of white culture, but also like, you know, you see in, in like businesses, they do golf events golf tournaments and that's how people go and network and so the essence of this organization is one to like find community to like validate like our shared experience as young latino professionals and the other thing is like yeah let's embark on this journey together the older folks give back to the younger folks Mm -hmm. and it's like a cycle right and so i was very impressed by 
the events. I haven't been able to make any uh, anything before like mm-hmm. yesterday. And so I didn't want to go alone. I knew that Luis Coloca, who's been on the show, had uh, goes to those pretty often. And so I, he invited me and I said, yeah, sure, I'll go, but mm-hmm. I'm not going alone. And so I invited uh, Amber Eubanks, who's one of my close friends down here in the area. And she agreed. And she is not Latina, but <laughs> she she gets in, she supports the, yeah. the efforts. And so we showed up and we had we had such a good time to like we started it off by doing introductions uh every there everyone there was so nice and approachable so if you're listening to the podcast and have thought about going to their socials i would encourage you to attend because uh everybody was yeah. just so chill there's so many new people that hadn't been to the socials before and the uh board members that were there were like very friendly and outgoing and made it uh, a point to come and talk to everybody to get to know them so that was like especially nice um but while i was there we did golf lessons and we you know crack jokes at like not hitting mm-hmm. the ball right or like you know learning the form or all those things and while we were getting to know each other and that was a really fun part because that was part of the reason right. for why i wanted to go i thought the golf component was like interesting i know i, I want to learn how to golf more. and yeah and so um we were able to connect with the the trainer there and she said come yeah come and see me uh i give classes wow. in groups or like you can come out and practice on the range. And so like, that's something Chica said, maybe you and I can do um, whenever you come down and we'll grab my brothers. But um, we went inside and for the wine part. So that, that was the first mm-hmm. part of the social. Then we moved inside to the golf clubhouse and we had just conversations about our experience. I learned a lot of things about the people there. Um, a lot of the folks came from a similar background to me. So like, you know, mm-hmm. immigrant parents born and raised Caldwell. They actually, there was a few people that had graduated from Caldwell High School that and like, you know, just got it and or, oh no not oh. in class younger oh. definitely a little bit younger well. uh, not by a lot but you know <laughs> when you said a younger latino i was like and, uh, younger <laughs> yeah um the funny thing was that um there was somebody else there that i knew from back when college days um and she's been on the podcast too christina Vasquez, mm-hmm. and um she came in with ty if you remember that episode um and so i was able to connect with her learned that she was part of the board um so i i knew a few people there and one of my former students was actually on the board also and i was able to see him talk to him and that was pretty cool um but it was just so reassuring to hear everybody's yeah. stories on like their experience in navigating like where they are now and how they're beginning to embark on their careers. There was a few college students there. There was uh, folks that are already, you know, have established careers and are like doing things. And, um, you know, to kind of just have that network and support, I think means Mm -hmm. a lot, especially for our generation. Um, One of the topics that came up was having guilt for spending money because a lot of us that are there have the opportunity to not work as hard as our parents, but make more money than our parents because of you know a lot of the sacrifices and opportunities that you know they've given mm-hmm. us and then having that guilt about do i spend my is it okay if i spend my money on like a fun experience or should i be like saving it uh there was a lot of things about just like understanding that you know we get microaggressions as latinos in the workplace and sometimes there's like situations that occur where we're treated a certain way and we talked about how important it is to have community like people like ourselves to be able to share that stuff mm-hmm. with to and and you know others too not just us but if you're able to share how you're feeling about an experience you've had in a workplace and someone validates it it's like well you know i wasn't wrong for thinking what right. i thought like that does seem off or i was slighted or whatever the situation is and all those things um all those things really stood out to me and resonated with me uh christina chica because i thought i was gonna fly under the radar <laughs> Um, and I wasn't trying to bring any attention to the podcast because that's not what I was trying to do mm-hmm. that day. I was just trying to go and meet new people and learn more about the the organization. But Christina brought up podcast. Uh, we were having a conversation about like uplifting and spotlighting our mm-hmm. communities and like supporting like you know and I and speaking about our like our challenges and and you know things like that. And she said kind of like what you're doing with your podcast. And then some of the people there were like, oh my god, it's you! Like you know. It's like, oh my God, that's you. I follow you guys. I share a lot of your stuff. Or like, I, you know, people were saying those kind of things. And again, I, mm-hmm. Chica, kind of like you, I know we have some listen. Mm-hmm. I know we have listeners, but I, I don't, I don't really think about that as I'm like going out to the community, engaging yeah. with everybody. I don't think um, that people are listening and they ask me to touch on like podcasts and share a little bit about what we're trying to accomplish. And, and I did. And, and uh, it really resonated with, with some of the people that didn't know about it before. One of the uh, people 
one of the persons that was there, he said, so why did you guys call it the brown sound? I'm like, well, he's he's a native and I'm Latino. We're brown and we make a lot of noise. So brown sound. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a good event. It sounds like a lot of uh, awesome opportunity to meet new people. And yeah, I do. I will say that you are you do have kind of those social anxiety things. I noticed that when we're out and about, you know, you're always kind of shy and quiet to yourself. Like, but every hobby, <laughs> which is weird because my job was admission. So right when I have to turn yeah. it on, I turn it on. I can be approachable. I could be friendly. I I've got the energy for it. But when I'm outside, like my work yeah. hobby, you know, because you compartmentalize yeah. a little bit your yourself. And when I'm just like me trying to relax, meeting new people, going to a social like that is is not my thing and so i'm glad i went i will mm-hmm. definitely be going back so if you're a listener uh you know and you need a friend to go with yeah. like come i'll be there and we can um yeah we can meet new people together and, and, uh, it'll if be people fine. that are um, listening who want to go if they're in the area where can they find them are they on instagram are they facebook are they yeah they're they're definitely yes yes so they are on instagram i we recently tagged them in one of our stories but we'll make sure to you know post it again uh, for you to connect with them they have a newsletter that you can sign up uh-huh. for so you can get updates on Fancy. you know regular events and they did share they like to do two events a month one is a social and one is like a professional development oh, type of event i think what they had uh scheduled for this month next week was like resume Ooh, building that's, that's so good. Yeah. you know pretty cool stuff very yeah, helpful um but yeah <laughs> chickens um what about what about next week we got some stuff going oh on yeah week. we do have a few announcements i guess you know um so next i believe it's next wednesday right so next wednesday yep. is a, gonna be a fun pack day we have a radio yep. interview with a local station out of Boise, right? A local Boise station. Yep. yep. And yeah, yes. so we have a radio interview with with an with another local station, which that's going to be exciting. This is our first radio interview, I believe. Like as both of us going to be there and up in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun. The the um the radio station is known as Tropico.fm and uh yeah they they reached out to us to say you know they really like our vibe they like uh what we're doing and they they wanted to bring us in to have a conversation on it and I'm like anytime that I can talk to anybody about like podcasts and what Mm -hmm. we're trying to accomplish let's do it GeekX and it seems like a lot of the things that they're doing um aligns with what we're trying to do so I'm like I'm all about it let's let's do it exciting yeah and then then later that evening if you are in the Boise area there's going to be some native talent in the Treasure Valley they'll be performing at what is it called Neurolo Neurolux 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 yeah, yeah so Neuralux. one of my kind of kind of my you know I just found out about them like not too long ago but they've become one of my recent replays in my playlist the Snotty Nose Res Kids they are uh, a very talented duo who I believe they're out of Canada so they're Canadian First Nations you know natives from up north but they'll be in the Boise area when Wednesday evening for a concert so I'll be actually down in the area for the concert and then I'm like well we might as well work while we're down there so we got radio interview and yeah so it's gonna be a fun packed middle of the week <laughs> it's like I know it's a I concert know. on a Wednesday I know, like 21 <laughs> <laughs> no, but with the Snotty Nose Reds kids, though, like, I'm a fan because for me, like, I just love music. I love hip hop. I love, like, rap. And, and when I listen to rap yep. and stuff, I, I, I really, like, dissect lyrics a lot. I, I want to hear a punchline. I want to hear the bars. I want to hear the, like, the, the creativity. So with these guys, they actually have, like, a lot of creative lines and punchlines. And it's so cool because for me, growing up, listening to hip hop, obviously, that, you know, that genre of music comes from, you know, the African American community. So a lot of the lyrics too like it can kind of relate to some stuff but not everything but these guys who are native rappers talking about like native issues or growing up native or things kind of like that are related that i could relate to so it's pretty cool like as an adult being able to like listen to these native rappers rap about things that i could relate to so it's kind of cool it's a cool thing and then they have some pretty good lyrics that i've used i think as captions before or like story stuff i I share a lot of the music in my stories uh in the story story background yeah yeah yeah. so excited for that that should be fun 
I know we got like next week is going to be another busy week for me too. We have this coming, so I'll be down in the Boise area Wednesday, Thursday, yep. and then that following weekend I'll be in Joseph for Joseph Day. So I'll be back in the homeland in Joseph, Oregon. So <laughs> it's just going to be like back to back. Right, I know, just busy, busy. I know. Yeah, I'm busy, like, busy, I'm excited man. though because Joseph Days is just it's just a fun time for my community, especially to just to go back to the you know to the Wallawa Valley, the homelands over there where people just you know there's a rodeo there's like vendors there's all kinds of fun stuff that um the community enjoys so it's kind of cool to pretty much like yep. everyone from lapway goes to joseph days and it's like a dead like lapway is like a dead town oh, like okay. going home and everyone's all in joseph some people go camp for the whole week because i believe the yep. rodeo starts like on a wednesday or something too but some people you'll be there from like tuesday till sunday you know but me i just go you know, so, weekends. i can't do the whole week yeah so is the celebration mostly a focus on the rate on the um rodeo or is there like more things that are happening yeah it's just like a small town like celebration of their town so they have like rodeos i believe they have um i don't know if they do much of a carnival anymore they used to when i was younger but there's like a high school dance for the young kids and obviously there's like the the bars and stuff for the adults and stuff but they do a big old parade and so a lot Mm. of the natives that are from lapway will participate in the parade and they'll dress up in regalia so they do they honor like their towns like um i guess history but they also honor the Nespers people too in, in a way so because the town is obviously named after Chief Joseph and so so it's like a very oh, cool. it's like a it's yeah I don't know it's just like a really good time it's a lot of fun there's a lot of wild things that happen at Joseph days but yeah I'm yeah, excited yeah. so I'm like dang got like two weekends in a row being there you know I've been very social this summer it's not what I'm used to you know like, I feel like every weekend I've been doing things I feel but... yeah I feel like you've definitely kept busy chickax um all right you well you ready to yeah. shift gears a little bit and let's jump into some yeah. things Alright, Chikex, a topic today is dating. Dating. Dating, 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 Chikex. Are are you dating? (laughs) Who are you dating? How many people are you dating? (laughs) Right. Is there a sneaky link? Is there a (laughs) non-link? A spicy link. Yeah, yeah Chikex, uh let's jump into it. What? Let's start with dating. Um well, I guess yeah, let's let's answer. Are are you currently dating? Uh no, I wouldn't say there's not one person that I'm currently dating, but I am um you know, I'm open to getting to know someone. So I I feel like I Okay. You know, I, I'm open to conversations and I wouldn't call it dating though. Like I'm, it's not okay. serious. It's just two adults yeah getting to know each other so yeah no i i'm okay. you know it's it's interesting because i know i mentioned before on the previous episode i can't remember which one it was about dating like i wouldn't be open to dating until i was like made sure i was right mentally but i think like with the help of like yeah. obviously therapy and just being in a very good headspace i yep. do feel like now i am open and ready right. for whatever comes my way you know and so yeah chickens are you letting love in chickens <laughs> Uh, I believe the door might be a little cracked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the door might be a little cracked. No, not just playing. But uh, like there's a huge line waiting at the door. <laughs> Yeah, let me. I'm taking. I'm hey, taking, I'm taking some short, numbers. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. Somebody here listening is like, damn, Daniel's available what? now. They're ready to outside it, chickens. Um, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> no, I also feel like no. When it comes to like for me, when it comes to dating, I feel like I'm a very picky person. Like I'm not, and not picky in a yeah. way, like in a sense of looks. Like I don't think that looks are everything. I do. I am more attracted to like someone's like like their morals, their their booty. <laughs> well that that oh, that helps <laughs> that you know that does help but no i i do you know I mean obviously yeah we all have our own type and we we are attracted to what we're attracted to but for me i'm i'm i think yeah. i'm above that stage now in my life like i'm older i'm you know potentially looking for hopefully like maybe a right. wife or like a mother to a kid of yeah. i don't know so i feel like my yeah, you do want to have a yeah, kids. Yeah, I do want to have okay, some so kids, but yeah. not like, you know, a whole bunch. But I do feel like, though, that I, as I got older yeah. and just kind of taking a look back at my life, I have, you know, obviously the, the whole phase is over. So <laughs> is <laughs> trying to get rid of it uh, a little bit. Oh, uh, hey, get out of here. <laughs> I'm not doing this no more. 
Yeah, no. No, I just feel like for me, though, like when it comes to dating, though, I just think I'm like, I really like have to, I think now the second time around, I'm so guarded too. Like I have to really enjoy this person's energy, this person's like, uh, like I have to, cause, because for me too, I also enjoy my own space. Like I am very much into just being by myself. Like I love my me time. I love, yeah. I love my routine. And so for me to like break that and, and include someone in it, it has to, it has to be someone that lot, I'm like right? gonna be worth it, you know. So I feel like for me, I'm yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm just I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm in a very good space. Like I do feel that my you know I wouldn't say love is knocking on the door, but I do feel like you know there's the window open and a little breeze might be. <laughs> No. Breeze. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The window's open. Yeah. The well, the, wind, the door, okay. door's right. locked. There's the a... window's open. So, like, you feel the breeze coming in a little bit. Like, <laughs> hey, feels nice. Feels nice. Uh, that's funny, you guys. I I was gonna share. I'm. I think I'm there with you too in terms of like um, with therapy and having a therapist mm-hmm. and working on mental health. Obviously, there's like you know like more work to be done. So I'm not yeah, like, yeah, perfect no. now or not. You know, <laughs> I like, am. Just kidding. But definitely like slow. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> but definitely the um you know if if the onion had layers right like more of those layers are being peeled back and i mm-hmm. am you know getting getting more more ready for it i guess uh and the other thing too is uh like you i i feel like it just has to be natural it just has to be not like right. rushed it has to not um forced be, yeah you know, pushed uh forced anything like that but um yeah i feel mm-hmm. like i'm a good cat somebody's going to be lucky <laughs> yeah. no i do think that too like i mean even just like i feel like a lot of my friends like obviously you are like kind of who you surround yourself with so like we a lot of my friends are you know like young professionals and like successful in their Mm -hmm. own way of success and stuff so i feel like um like you said yeah we we are a catch like i don't think that's like being cocky or nothing it is i think having confidence in ourselves like we know what we bring to the table we know what we can offer i'm like i am the fucking table just kidding no No, no, i i didn't want to cut your your thoughts there but no i mean that's what i just my thing was just i just i know what i bring to the table and what i offer so that's like i'm not gonna put up with some yeah no and that's not not cocky yeah it's not gonna balance or help me grow so right and so I was going to ask, um, in terms of like your past history, so like when you have dated and what you've witnessed, uh, you know, what you see from your friends, family, uh, others, what are things you wouldn't want in a relationship? Oh my gosh, so many things. <laughs> I'm like, for a, for a long time, a lot of people who were in relationships really like encouraged me. I know I wouldn't say encouraged, but they seeing some people's relationships really helped me like come to terms like oh man i'm thank thank god i'm single you know thank god i'm not putting up with what you're putting up yeah. with. like i feel like a lot of people's relationships yeah. and just in my friend circle or, or family or whatever just was like one of those things like that's not what i want so that's not what i would ever put up with you know yeah. um for mm-hmm. me i think the biggest thing is like that i've witnessed is like the inconsistency 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 yeah anyways um, i'm like why can't i say that inconsistency (laughs) inconsistent yeah whatever anyways i feel like that i'm like why did i have like a weird tongue tie that was weird um i'm all that's why you be careful who you make out with just kidding (laughs) no i think for me though i just couldn't be with someone who's not like you know motivated who's not gonna help on their end of the stuff like right i i don't believe that i should be the only one you know being financially responsible or whatever i feel like this should be like a team effort but yeah no, I yeah. Know. What about what about you, Cheekicks? I know you uh, you dated quite a few in your time. Quite the run there, Cheekicks. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think for me, similar to you, I I'm very mm-hmm. observant, uh, Daniel. I, and even with therapy, there's things that I've like just discovered about like what is important to me and what isn't. And you're right. There's certain barriers. Um, or there's certain like things that just would be deal breakers for yeah. me in relationships. Uh, like I think all relationships should have conflict. I think right. that that's healthy. That's how you learn like things about mm-hmm. like each other. But um, if it's fighting to fight, fighting for jealousy, fighting like toxic for stuff. 
mm-hmm. you know, dumb things. Yeah, toxic stuff. I don't, I, I don't care for that. I feel like life is too short. I don't want to be spending right. my time in like relationship drama. I don't think that that's mm-hmm. healthy. Um, couples that like break off and break, like get back oh, together yeah. on Facebook <laughs> or you know things like that, or fight in front of people or drag people into their mm-hmm. drama, like that to me shows low emotional maturity. And I'm just yeah. not here for that. You know what I mean? Like the like we need mm-hmm. to grow together. We need to. Um, speak through our issues we need to communicate well we need to um you know empower each other support each other when needed and all those things would be great much like you i at this age i've been doing stuff on my own i appreciate my time i you know will frequently go to family events (laughs) and dip out early because i you know it's just me it's my peace but but uh yeah to decide that to bring someone else into my life um to that would, you know, take up my some of my time and, and uh, some of the things that I already like that I've, you know, yeah. pretty set for me that I enjoy like that. It would take a lot. And so it, it just really needs mm-hmm. to be a good click and and um, that which, you know, leads to healthy relationships. So what to you is a healthy relationship? Um, I think for me, like a healthy relationship would be someone who's just, I think, understanding. Like, I feel like, you know, if I'm dating someone, I don't want to be their first priority. Like, I shouldn't be your first priority. I feel like you yourself should be your first priority, like your goals and your, you know, whatever you're working for, for your future. Like, I feel like that should be your first priority. And I think if I'm dating someone, like, obviously I want the best for them. So it's like, I would rather be there to like, not distract them, but like, hopefully like help motivate them, you know, and support them and like help them grow. But I don't think I would need to be there first because i feel like a lot of people especially in like native communities they, they always put their like partner or their whatever as their priority and i'm like no your priority should be yourself first yeah. and then them could you know like that's how right. i see it but i think for me like a healthy relationship relationship i mean obviously like you said everyone's gonna have their issues and argue and whatever but like i think if you're adult and mature enough to talk about it and to like whatever's bothering you being able to speak about it that shows that you're a mature person right. and so if someone is not that way yeah. To me, that's a red flag. Like I'm like, no, if I can't tell you how I feel and that maybe whatever you did or posted or whatever made me upset and you're and you're making it a big deal over something, you know, I feel like that's like a red flag. I could I should be able to be able to yeah. have a conversation like, hey, like I I felt kind of type of way about that or whatever or something, you know. But I do know yeah, that yeah. The, I don't know what like in this recent seemed like the last year, like the whole toxic stuff, like people think that's cute and I'm like, it's not like I see people be like, Oh, it's not, my toxic no. or, Oh, my toxic, you know, I'm like, why would you be proud about claiming like yeah. a toxic person? <laughs> like, for me, I'm like, nah, right. if you're toxic, I'm cutting that shit off. Like, you ain't involved in my energy <laughs> yeah. or my space. Like, nah, it's just right. I'm, I'm thinking about like jealousy being like mm. a red flag that I yeah. would not put up with. Um, and, and it almost touches on that fact that we've touched on before in another episode where, like, you know, when one of our buddies starts dating oh, and then they disappear, that's the worst. and then all they can, and that, but I do get that though in the beginning. Because yeah. you know the little honeymoon phase. Yeah, you no. Hate somebody forgets the little honeymoon phase. But eventually. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, like, you know, eventually come back. Yeah, to like friends. it's not, you know, like once you get a little over it and then, and then I don't know how to say it without like, what I'm saying is, I guess, like, it's healthy for you to be able to do things without yeah, your significant no. other. So like, cause I've had situations with friends when we want to do something and not that I don't like their significant other, but you know, oh, I can't come out. Can so-and-so come yeah. with me? Can, you know, can, and then it changes the vibe of your friend group. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. okay. But for this one thing that we wanted to do that we always did as friends, now you're bringing somebody mm-hmm. in and now it throws the vibe off a little bit. You know it's what I mean? Like still it's, at the end of the day, like I think it was before you know like without <laughs> degrading or putting anyone down i always feel like your friends are still like like obviously like you said it's it's safe or it's healthy to have like your friendships and your relationship and be able to balance it out but yeah, yeah. No, i get what you're saying because yeah i've definitely had some friends too that have get a little get a little whipped and yeah. disappear well, you know? <laughs> well the other thing too with that is um I, and, and maybe it's a jealousy thing like 
can can your significant other trust you to be out with your friends and not right. do something reckless? I'm like, if you have, if you as a significant other, you yourself have that concern, it's like, well, yeah, maybe you shouldn't you be should, with that person. If you don't person, have trust, they make yeah. You like, if your first thought is to think they're going to cheat or do something reckless, yeah. then, you know, probably shouldn't be with that person mm-hmm. then, right? Um, the other thing too that I think about is like trying to manipulate, control all the like social settings, whether we even be with oh, like family. Yeah. There's some people that, you know, like going out with, I don't want to hang out with your family. So we're not going to go like trying to control like right. things like that is a little off to me or I don't like your sibling. I don't like your cousin. I don't like your whoever. So we're mm-hmm. not going to go there. I was just going to ask that. I was just going to ask that. Like, I don't think, I don't think I could date someone who didn't like, you don't have to love them or be best friends with them. But if you don't want to be like, if my sisters don't approve and my mom you know, like that would be tough to date someone that they wouldn't approve of. And if they didn't like them either, like right. if like, you know, obviously my girlfriend didn't like my sisters or something, I feel like that would be a, just a yeah. big mess that could be avoided. You know, like, I don't know. I My sister yeah. Betsy always said that like, if I'm not in your wife's wedding party, I probably won't talk to her ever. And I'm like, well, geez, like, well, what if you guys aren't even friends? And she's like, but if that's my sister-in-law, yeah. I should be able to have that relationship as like a sister with, you know, I was like, oh, I guess that does make sense too. But, oh, but no, yeah. I, I don't think I could ever date someone who didn't like get along with my, but that's yeah, so I, I just don't think I could date someone that didn't get along with my family because I've seen that happen and I've seen where families have been divided and if the common denominator is someone that you know has all these issues I feel like for me for me personally I just be like you know what to get rid of the problem maybe I'll get rid of this common denominator but that I mean then again too like I also believe like you can't help who you love either you know so if you're if you're like that's a tough one (laughs) and the native families are so like they're so tough I feel like to introduce anyone in so it'd be a tough thing like well what do you do or you know like it's like one of those things like i don't know well if you if you understand that it's tough to break into your family i feel like you'd be telling you know your partner like hey these are some things I'll yeah oh yeah or like don't do this like you don't want them to change or nothing or like change who they are fundamentally but saying like if you approach something this way you're not going to start off on the right foot like i would appreciate that if like, i was told that you know when coming into my family like you know they enjoy this they like that though i'm going to try to connect mm-hmm. in any way that i can because it's important to me that i fit well with right. the family and that i make a first good impression because i want it to work out i want it to be good you know what i mean and so that's that's how i would look at it uh you know i'm because for me chigex if someone if you don't vibe with my family it's not going to work out a hundred percent that would just be hard thank you for the fun time but yeah i I get that too we we, we, um this is where we we, yeah what is a good representation for you of a healthy like who do you who do you know that you think about oh that that is that is a good relationship who sticks out to you for that just kidding no 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 honestly (laughs) i personally just to myself like i don't look at other couples and they're like oh my gosh goals or, oh my gosh that's what i want i want to be you know because i feel like every relationship is so different and so everyone's experience in when it comes to love or whatever is going to be different so for me i personally don't like look at couples like oh my gosh but i if i were to like narrow one down though um i would say probably my parents you know my parents have been married for like 30 gosh 38 or 39 years um they raised you know four kids and they have four grandkids so i i would say my parents just because i see the way how my dad um does love my mom and see the way how my mom loves him so i would i would i guess model that but i wouldn't want to be just exactly like my parents relationship you know but if i had to narrow it down i'd say like probably my mom and my dad or even like my auntie Lori and my uncle bill my mom's sister um they've been together married for a very long time too and they have a very healthy marriage i think built off of like also their like spiritual beliefs and their like just their their connection you know but other than that like yeah, other, yeah. like without talking about family i don't think there really is a couple that i would like aspire to be like or like want to be like oh i i, I yeah. look at them and think oh my gosh i want to be what i want to have what they have like i don't think that way about people it's just and that's just me though I don't, what about you yeah i get that too for me um like obviously like no relationship is perfect i think every relationship goes through like their mm-hmm. you know conflict or struggles but like my parents have been married for almost as long as i've been alive so about like you know 30 plus years and you know like they there's obviously things that 
mm-hmm. they married early so you know they learned a lot of things along the way but one relationship that sticks out to me and again wasn't perfect at all was my grandparents my grandpa has since passed away um, about four years ago but um, I was able to make it to their 50th wedding anniversary and um, I remember flying out to Mexico with all of our family we had family flying from California and like you know other places within Mexico mm-hmm. to just be at the wedding and we had such a good time um my grandpa uh was was a very loving person and i know he loved mm-hmm. my grandma very much but he still had his little like <laughs> his little quirks he was very my grandma would call him enojon so he would easily get like irritated and would like yell at <laughs> us <laughs> but if he wasn't doing it you know it wasn't him yeah. it wasn't grandpa but he would also make sure to tell us he loved us. And so I just think about like their relationship. They came up from nothing and, you know, they were able to build a house and kids mm-hmm. to college. Like, you know, my grandpa was able, when he passed away, he had land and he had money saved up for my grandma. Thought about the future. Mm-hmm. Like he, he did a lot of good things for her. And that's, to me, that represents yeah. like a lot of good things. Something that I would like to have. Obviously not the same thing, but yeah, like yeah. something similar because that, that yeah. that's love. You're like, love, love, love. <laughs> Love is love. Um, I had a question too, since we, we kind of touched on it a little bit before, but not too much. But when it comes to interracial dating, like how would you navigate uh-huh. that? Like, would you, would you be able to date someone say maybe who didn't speak Spanish? So then there's like the language barrier with like family members or could you, or would you like want your, like your, maybe your wife or your girlfriend or whatever to like learn Spanish so she could build yeah. those connections or how would you go about that? So I always put myself, I think about myself mm-hmm. in those situations to answer. So, so if I am, I am joining a family that is of a different culture and they have other languages, I would make it a point to try to learn about those, mm-hmm. that culture to connect with the family. I would, as much as I could, ling- learning yeah. a language is hard. So if it was like a really difficult language to learn, like I would mm-hmm. still try try um i would still try the food i would unless it was something <laughs> yeah. weird like pig's feet or like chicken feet i ain't eating that but for the most part i'm gonna try the food i'm gonna you know try to connect with the family right. as much as i can and so i i because i would try that i don't feel like it would be bad for me to expect mm-hmm. that in return um and so you know we would just try to make it work and you know i i, I think i would be fine i don't have any reservations about that like just yeah you know if if i'm in love chick x i'm gonna do whatever it takes and that's i guess that's what i'm getting at what about you yeah and you do be loving the, you do be loving the white girls dude just kidding <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh chick x i still want you to marry my prima <laughs> probably what would happen um no i think for me <laughs> if i were to ever be in an interracial uh relationship um i definitely would try my best to to learn you know the culture and respect it and try to like you know understand it but if it came yeah. to dating so say dating a non I'm a non-cultural person or say if I'm like or to date like a white woman or something for me I feel like that would be yeah. a tricky thing to navigate not not because i like i don't like I'm not like against white people or nothing. That's not what I'm saying. But like, it would be tricky for yeah. me to like, and I have a lot of cousins who have married white women, you know, or married white guys. So it's not that my family doesn't do that or whatever. But for me, I right. from hearing from experience, like how awkward things get at family things, like having to explain why us as Native people do this or how we're connected to, you know, this land or this type of ceremony or this custom or whatever, you know, and, and their, the in-law might not understand it. Or like maybe the in-law understands yeah like her parents or their parents don't you know so i feel like for me to avoid any type of like maybe racial politic conversation i don't know i i just think for me i just would be like you know what like thank you but i don't know if i could like go too forward with it just because i and it's hard too because i think being from the res is such a unique experience where it's like it's not like saying you grew up in the hood or growing up in the suburbs or growing up here like the res is its own unique and very crazy experience at the same time so like it would be hard for me to try to explain res life to someone who doesn't understand so i i mean for me though like i i mean i i I love you know me i love a team you know so but like as I get older and think about it, I'm like, I think if I were to try to settle down or be, you know, I would say you can't control who you like or whatever, but like, I think my first like priority would be probably like a native woman. 
who understands like where I'm from. So I don't have to keep explaining yeah. it over and over like, oh, this is what, I, you know, like I just think it'd be easier for to be with someone who understands like the background that I come from. Yeah. Well, there's definitely all those variables to consider religion, um, where you're from, um, like why your family does things the way they do uh, from even like, you know, like mourning mm-hmm. a loved one cultures do certain things you know, honor the life instead of like mourning even like little cultural nuances like at a latino event like if you come to a party you gotta go right. say hi to everybody because if you don't like yeah. that's bad like the tias and everybody are gonna be talking shit about you so um and like even though it is machista uh way of thinking um in latino culture if you know you bring your novia to the party and she's not helping like serve or like helping the tias or asking like what mm-hmm. can i help with uh you know, it's looked down on like, oh, no, not you. Yeah. Oh, you know, this, no, that. Natives are like that um, way too. <laughs> There's those cultural there. There's those cultural things that like we don't necessarily agree with. But if you don't attempt to even like you know get in um, kind of that way, like you know you, you're looked on a certain way. And so th- there's like a lot of those intricacies. And I think you know when you're in love cheeks like that, those yeah. things shouldn't matter or they won't matter as much. But you know for the friends that I do have that are in you know different cultural like. They married and they're mm-hmm. from different cultures. Uh, those are things that, like, the family expectations and obligations. But why do we need to go yeah. to all the things? They have all the things. They do all the events all the time. Or why do we need to show? Or, like, why isn't anything ever on time? <laughs> or they're really late. Yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, those kind of conversations mm-hmm. happen. And I know that at first, when you're not part of when you're not part of our cultures, like, those, I could see how yeah. those things could be bothering. Um, and we don't think about them anymore because yeah. we, like, grew up with that stuff. But we're like, oh, no, that's just mm-hmm. how it is. You know, we just, and there's nothing wrong with that um, either way, but it is interesting when those those conversations. Yeah, no, and that's the thing too is like just to reiterate what I said. Like I'm not against you know white people or nothing. I do. I have a lot of cousins who are you know biracial who are native and white. I have a lot of aunts and uncles who are white, and I love them, and they have embraced our culture. And, and you know, some of them act more native than I do. You know, so so. Uh, but for me, I just knowing from experience, hearing their experience, like how they had to deal with certain things. So I'm like, I'm just. I, I mean, I am a confrontational person, but I don't like to be. So it's like, I just would rather avoid all confrontation if I have to. So that's like, if I don't have to do it, if I don't yeah. have to deal with it, I'll just take a little shortcut around it, you know, but. I know exactly, I know exactly what you mean though. Sometimes is it like, is, is, is yeah, it even worth like, the effort? Of yeah. all the, of everything that's gonna happen, right? So I could see why you're saying yeah, that. Yeah, no, sure. good, um, good conversation. I think the, the, yeah. the future is hopeful, chicken. Yeah, I'm gonna say the the future is hopeful for sure. For um, all right. So so if you see us on the uh, dating apps, mind your own. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, Chikek. So I want to switch gears a little bit into um, some, something a little bit different. I do want to say to all of our listeners that we invite you to uh, to complete oh, our guest yeah. application, to be considered to be a future guest on the podcast. Recently, we had an application come through. You can find it through our link tree at our Instagram account, Brownstown mm-hmm. Podcast. We want to get to know more of you. We want to know folks that are in different fields. We want to know your experience. We want to know the cool things you're doing. We want to know your triumphs. All of this to say that people that are listening to us are hearing your stories, are seeing yourselves in it, and are thinking, they can do it i can do it too we're here to inspire we're here to uplift we're here to amplify your voice and um we hope you will join us on this journey please consider uh if you want to be on the brown sound podcast as a guest we we you know we champion it uh complete our guest application that again is on our instagram account at the brown sound podcast so cheek x what do we have for our yeah, language lesson today? so um yeah what a good conversation today jeez that was interesting i know we've touched that and i feel like we are in a good place to talk about it more so that's good i enjoyed today's uh yeah convo so but with the language lesson lesson today we're going to teach y'all how to say fish in mimi putimt y espanol también <laughs> but yeah so how to fish, say fish, fish okay in mimi putimt is just suyam suyam yeah. or if you want to say salmon Sit-yum. you can say natso natso like a little natso yeah so okay. or natso natso yeah Okay. But is for fish in general, okay. and then salmon, the is just directly for okay. Chinook salmon, but yeah. All right, Chikex, well, in Spanish, to say fish, you are going to say pescado. Pescado. Pescado, pescado. and not 
pecado, because pecado oh, is sin. So. Me gusta pecado. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do, and we know it. All right, Chick what are our Shades of Brown Shady questions? All right, so the Shady Question round goes. We get to ask, if this is your first time listening, we get to ask three Shady Questions, and you get to answer all three, or you can get one little free path out of not answering one. So, with that being said, since we were talking about dating today, are some of our questions are related to that. The first question goes, as Oof. a wingman, what would you highlight for your friend so that they stood out? Two, have you oh. helped a close friend through an STI scare? And what did you do? <laughs> oh and my gosh. three, what would be a romantic date for you? Wow, those are shady. Oof, Cheek X. Wow, yeah, those are a little <laughs> shady. Okay, so as a wingman, what would I highlight for Ooh. you, Cheek X? Um, and that they stood out. Okay, so I would say this is my friend Daniel. <laughs> he is <He's> successful. <laughs> He is, he's a native. Uh, he coordinates the radio. He does frequent, uh, you know, like speaker uh, spotlight to the youth and others. Uh, he's got good style, good taste. Oh, oh he can cook. Uh, your mama's oh. going to love him. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he, uh, you know, he he's a good person. He's funny. Uh, you know, he, I would say all the things. I, I And I think for me as a wingman, I think what's going to land more beyond like the superficial stuff is just like touching on how like you're generally a good person you know what i mean like you care about people your family your friends first uh and you know like you just, just you got it wow. GK. so i i think that's how i would do it yeah i'd be like got in well thanks gigs those never, are other things I'm i've like, told my cousin terrible. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm like, geez, you've never. I'm like, you've never told us to anyone every time we've been out, like trying to mack around. No, I'm just kidding. No, okay. <laughs> that's funny. Nah. Yeah, yeah, chickens. So I, I would be a good wingman. I think chickens. You, you would definitely be. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you'd get some numbers, chickens. I feel like I'd be a good one. Um, have you helped a close friend through an STI scare? What did you do? Well, I'm not gonna oh. name who, but oh. yes. Oh. I'm like, I'll drive you, and I just kind of drove them to wow. to the doctor, and you know, I was a good friend. I hope people would do that. I mean, I've never had one, but I feel like I feel like people would. I hope like a good yeah. friend would like support if you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it if you don't scary. have like a friend to support you, then it's like that's that's the sucky part. Like, oh shit! Yeah. But on the way back, I was like, yeah. and what did we learn? <laughs> yeah, gotta do like a little. You know, sometimes in cult in our culture, you know, shaming out is all. It's okay. You learn from it, so it's okay. yeah. It's <laughs> it's like a little. It's, yeah. it's a little way to show love, like. Like, what did we learn from this? What are you going to do in the future to yeah. prevent this? Uh, so we we definitely have those talks. What would be a romantic date for you? Uh, I think going to, like, a Killers concert. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, like I, I know I'm a big fan, but I have just had the best time at the concerts mm-hmm. that I've been to. Uh, going to eat, like, tacos somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think just... Just having like a cool, chill, like go with the flow mm-hmm. night, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no no pressure for anything. Just we're going with the flow and then just stuff organically happens. Wow. I think that would be a good thing. Wow, Cheek Well, okay, my turn. So if I was your wingman, what would I tell the the honeys about you? I would say like I'd be like, <laughs> Oh, like, like he's very successful, he gets a paid big money. I'm like, look at his I'm like, look at his <laughs> outfit, look at his haircut. I'm like, they're <laughs> lindo, look at him. <laughs> I'd hype you up, Cheek. I feel like I'm a very good hype man too, so I'd be like, Yeah, I'm like he's you know, he's used to to ride bulls in the rodeo and he also used to <laughs> um, feed the homeless and you know and he Yes, I did yeah, do that. Yeah, actually. See, so I would, I would hype up all the cool things you've done, and I'd, be, I'd just be like, "Yeah, he's, he's got a podcast." <laughs> no, I would say, like, yeah, internationally known on the microphone. Um, Ooh, yeah, no, I would, I definitely hype you up. I just tell him like how you know you're successful, you college educated, you you know get paid very well, you know. I know Spanish. Yeah, yeah, he knows Spanish. I'm like, there you go. That's all you needed. That's all you gotta say and then yeah. you know yeah i'd even tell them that how you uh you sing you sing bachata for the girls you got the voice of romeo santos 
O son las 5 en la mañana. And have I ever helped a close friend out with STIs? Uh, I actually haven't, um, but I do. I, I actually oh. haven't had to help anyone out, but I do know the friend that you're talking about. So <laughs> I wasn't there to help, but I do know. <laughs> but you would, though, right? You would? Yeah, yeah. If I was in the area, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll take you for a ride and take you to Target. <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh, and number oh. three, what would be a romantic date for me? Um, honestly, I'm a big. I think I, I feel like I am a romantic person. So like, I think if I were to do a first date, I would probably try to do something where I get to know the person. Like, I mean, I would do dinner, but I would do dinner like a yeah. very classy, like, you know, I don't know. But then again, too, like I would be like, oh. oh, but I do love, I love a good taco and I love a good conversation with tacos and, you know, but, but I think if I were yeah. to do like a first date, like a super romantic one, it would have to be like maybe somewhere along the water like you know if i lived in like florida or on an island somewhere it'd have to be like a beachfront like water sunset wine you know it's yeah. a little like hey it's a vibe but so so when you're thinking about this are you thinking like this is like your first date that you're like meeting oh. her for the first time or are you thinking like you already like oh, knew the person because it says yeah because it says what date for you so so any date i guess taking away the first date thing uh a romantic date would be a you know probably a trip vacation to like an island you know i i, oh. I feel like island vibe just always help up up the love and the but it would be probably yeah. like if i you know if i were to say if i was dating someone for a while i'm like oh romantic date maybe just a real nice romantic date on the beach or something or not by on the beach but like you know beachfront or something <laughs> um there's actually this really cool okay. uh this i don't know what company it is but they do these like boat like kayak um rides in Wallawa Lake so in Joseph Oregon there's like this company that has these clear kayaks where you can take them so you go out at night and they have lights on them so you can like see what's under the water and like the romantic sunset of Wallawa Lake that always looks nice but I haven't yet to uh take anyone there but if that comes up if the door is still kind of <laughs> open and you know love is at door maybe that'll be a thing but I don't know I, I feel like anything by water and then you can, you like, can upgrade yeah. it yeah well you've you've always big uh been pretty big on like water like yeah like I'm island just, uh, stuff you can take them to uh to oh, italy yeah. chick and get on those little yeah, would, italy would be a dope it's, spot to go because it's just so romantic and you can go to like yeah yeah, yeah there you go you could lady yeah. at the trampet with the spaghetti and yeah no i feel like though just a nice dinner and just like a nice dinner some good little wine and a good maybe playlist music or something is like perfect for me but careless whispers chickens yeah. <laughs> not the killers though we ain't gonna listen to the killers while we drink it <laughs> all right you guys well you know today was a fun kind of chill laid back episode mm-hmm. um we're trying to share with our listeners a little bit more of like who we are and what we do but also you know our insights yeah we, yeah. we went I, through the healing season oh i was gonna say we went through yeah. the healing season now we're in the whatever now season we in the, this we, yeah we out of the healing and now we're gonna to get into some things yeah we healed and now we're getting into some burn <laughs> yeah. we're healed we're healed and uh watch out <laughs> yeah we're healed and ready to shmeal <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's okay well cheek let's uh let's wrap up the episode here with some closing thoughts so cheek mm-hmm. what uh what do you think oh. is going to be, what do you think is going to be our, I'm just curious. What do you think is going to be our crying episode? What's going to take for us to have our feel good, mm. like let it all out episode. It might have to deal, I think with, and I've shared this with you, obviously off of the yeah. record or whatever, but I think a crying episode would be me, like my healing journey through losing a grandparent i think would be oh my, yeah would be mine because even when i still talk about it now i still get a little choked up but i i, I stop myself because i'm like nope yeah like it's just a, it's like a habit i still do even though i know it's okay to cry but i'm like nope yeah but i think if i were to like 
fully get down and dirty and open with it, it would be about my healing journey with losing a grandparent. Who, yeah, yeah, I think that would be one that would get me. And we and we all think that's that's healthy. It's healthy to process your feelings. It's healthy to mm-hmm. cry if that's you know what your body's asking you to do. Yeah, um, I'm I'm there with you too. I I think definitely death is an easy one to kind of like yeah. get into our feelings about, um, and we want to be vulnerable uh, with you all. Mm-hmm. To say like your feelings are valid and you should grieve and you should you know think what you yeah. think and <laughs> cry. What yeah, you I cry. don't think. Yeah. yeah, that would be one or like even a heartbreak episode. I remember even when we did our little recording from the from the 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 happy hour. Happy hour. hour episode, yeah. When I listened to what one part, I can't remember the question. I was like, wait, why the hell did I say this? You know, and it was embarrassing. Well, not embarrassing, but like I was just like, wait, I thought I was like over. You know, there's just certain things I don't think I would cry, but it probably put me in feel. And your feels, yeah. No, I was I like, that. dang, that's why I'm glad that episode never dropped. <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> nope, we are that's, scrapping this episode. That episode, we'll save and put it on our Patreon. So if you want to listen to it, oh, uh, Well, subscribe. I didn't agree to that. <laughs> I'm like, Already know. up, G-Kicks? Now what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's impossible. Right. I deleted audio. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and for staying here with us at the Brown Sound. One of the things I want to remind you is uh, to follow (laughs) us on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. Mm -hmm. If you haven't yet, uh, consider giving us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And we would love an awesome review. If something that we're doing resonates with you, please go in and give us that review um, as we do love it. And if you have something uh, hateful to say, keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. We don't care. Uh, But... (laughs) As as always, thanks so much. Uh, Any last thoughts, Daniel, before we depart? Um, Nope. I think you guys got a lot out of me today. So hopefully you all enjoy this episode as much as we did. I enjoyed, obviously, this conversation. But yeah, anyways, other than that, hope you all have a great day wherever you're listening to this at. Uh, Drink plenty of water because it is like in the hundreds now. Like I can't Mm -hmm. stress like there are people that were dehydrated and like fainting at the concert I was at. So drink plenty of water stay hydrated um other than that give us a five-star rating i'll follow us on instagram <laughs> yeah, yeah all the good all the good stuff but yeah anyways cut the heck move see you later adios cut yo yo and muchas gracias for listening to the brown sound podcast we had a blast with you all today and make sure to tune in next time to follow us more closely check us out on instagram at the brown sound podcast for partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us you can shoot us a dm on instagram disclaimer the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only